right, ready? Always. <laughs> <laughs> Begin ignition sequence. 20. Oh, God. 19. Now I remember. 18. What? Where is 17, it? What? 16. We can't lift off without 16, it. Jordy, we've got to abort. 14, no, no, 13, wait, I found it. 12, 11, 10, 9, 8. Let's seven, rock and roll. 6. Welcome to Deep Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Thurlow, and with me is my co-host, Johnson Lee. Hey, Mike. How are you doing today? Hey, Johnson. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Great. Well, here we are. We are recording episode zero. This is our introduction to the world, all about uh, Deep Space Pride. Um, This is pretty exciting. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, actually, we've been doing this for four, five months, four and a half months. Four four and a half. We started in March, right? Yeah, we started in March. Yes, March 2020, for those of you who might be listening in the future sometime, uh, right after, about two weeks after we, we, meaning most of the country, but we in New York City went into lockdown. Um, Yeah, and we basically decided that we needed to do something productive with our time. Right, so exactly. Why uh, not start a podcast? Why not, right? Um, so yeah, four, four plus months ago we started and here we are. We are now, um, now it's official. Now it's been announced. Now it's out there to the world and here we are talking about it. and telling Yeah, it, and telling we've it. actually recorded already a dozen episodes and we finally decided that it was time to do our intro episode so that people can hear about who we are and what we're here to do. Right, exactly. So we are coming to you live slash recorded from New York City, right? Um, Yes. And we're recording this on August 4th. So just a couple of days before uh, the latest Star Trek series, Lower Decks premieres, which is really exciting. So. This will be out in time for new watchers of Lower Decks to hopefully find us. And, and we'll uh, be in the midst of, as CBS All Access is telling you, 23 weeks of Star Trek, which will take us through the end of the year, which is insane. But also extremely exciting because if this year doesn't need a smash bang up, really exciting ending, I don't know what does. Oh, so so basically you're saying that the Discovery season three finale better deliver, otherwise it's over. I mean that that is a <laughs> that is a strong opinion, but yes, I would love uh, because you know what? It'll probably be at least a year and a half before we see them again. Oh, who so... knows? Or like, who knows when we're going to get more Star Trek after Discovery season three? Right, exactly. Um, yeah. With all the the shutdowns, but we do know that there are some exciting things coming out. Uh, Star Trek Prodigy and Nickelodeon kids animated Star Trek series will be launching in twenty twenty one. 
Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be hopefully recording in 2021 <laughs> uh, so yes. that they can uh, maybe be, re- be released by a year from now or the end of the year. Of, yeah, uh, I'm hoping that end of 2021 we can see Strange, Strange New, Worlds. New Worlds. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Um, but I mean, they are really setting it up for setting us all up for year round Star Trek once all of these series kind of get going and also when the world kind of reopens right yeah um but i have been seeing on some social media that some tv shows and some productions have started opening up nothing that i really can remember from a naming standpoint but i think places are starting to gear up um yeah i think it's more from what i read it's a little bit more like some like some international territories are starting to film yeah um so netflix for example is like you know getting on that bandwagon and filming internationally because they've opened up versus LA, which is like basically going back into lockdown. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, Toronto, yeah. so Toronto is definitely opening up for some recording. I think I've seen a little bit of yeah, that. Cause Canada's fine. Yeah. Well, the yeah. other thing too, though, is, uh, you know, the American actors are going to have trouble getting into Canada. Oh, that's true. So I don't Another know. Another hurdle. So yeah, all these hurdles to uh, to eventually in the future having a year-round Star Trek to talk mm-hmm. about, which will keep us podcasters uh, busy. Yeah, totally. Plus so, the 750 hours of uh, Star Trek that's already been recorded. So... Um, so Mike, do you want to tell our listeners a little about who we are and what we're doing here? Yeah. Um, you can start first. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much. Uh, well, let's start with why we're here. Um, and you know, I approached you, um, back, I think before we actually started recording, because it took us one, uh, a little bit of time to get to get get this together, but also Mm -hmm. two, you know, you had to think about it and, um, And so originally the genesis of this idea was for me that, you know, I listened to a few Star Trek podcasts and I really enjoy them. Obviously, um, we're on the Trek Geeks Network, uh, podcast network, so which we're really excited about. Um, but so they were my entry into Star Trek fandom as far as at least having a, an outlet for um, watching an episode of Discovery and then listening to Discovering Trek where Bill and Dan mm-hmm. would break down the episode. And I remember reaching and out And I to, didn't even know about Trek Geeks until right. you told me about them. Because, right. you know, we didn't listen to the same podcast. I actually started um, listening to Transfer Room 3, which is another complete different Star Trek podcast, which is a spinoff off IGN. Um, and I've been listening to that one for a few years. And then you told me about Trek Geeks only in the past couple of months when you had started to approach Bill and Dan about just getting some advice. And I was like, yeah. oh, what's this? Another Star Trek podcast to add to my queue. So there it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But we were both listening to different, obviously different podcasts. And we both enjoy what we listen to. But for me, at least, there was something missing. And I think that was a voice from an LGBTQIA perspective where um, where we could talk about Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's originally why I approached you about that. And also because uh, we had, we've met about a year ago. We were introduced through my boyfriend, a good friend of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's how this friendship and talking about Star Trek began. So uh, we we got to go through Star Trek Picard and talk about it through text, mostly with the occasional conversations in person um, about the series. And uh, it was really cool to be able to do that. And, you know, I know for, for you, I was one of the first gay geeks who liked Star Trek. And yeah. For me, you were um, the one that I talked to about it the most, um, but I had only recently, prior to me, me really meeting you, found mm-hmm. out that some of my other friends were also Star Trek fans. So um, that was also something that was really important to me is to put our voices out there so mm-hmm. that people like us, part of the LGBTQIA community, can... Um, find community with other gay geeks or you know lgbt q uh geeks and um i think that that was really important to put that voice out there and to share our perspective obviously it's been an exciting couple of years for us we've gotten uh, a gay couple on star trek discovery Mm -hmm. which was amazing and um certainly gave us all hope for the future (laughs) Um, and then, uh, towards the end of Picard, we are all picking up on some unusual vibes or between Rafi and Seven. Which I have notes for, which I definitely have thoughts on, which (laughs) we do explore in our Picard podcast episode. Right. Um, but yes, do continue. Yeah. So, um, so it's a great time. We're seeing more representation in sci-fi. Uh, which is great in a lot of respects. And um, so I think it was time to contribute to the voices out there talking about it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're, you know, my ideal, um, my idea or ideal behind all of this was reaching those people who don't, who may feel alone, uh, may feel are part of the LGBTQ community and who don't, really have other people to talk to Star Trek about. And so we want to be those people that you talk to Star Trek about, or you listen to us talk about it and you interact Mm -hmm. with us through various modes and of communication. And um, possibly eventually in the future, we'll be able to meet people in person um, at future events, possibly. Or two fans. What's that? Maybe three fans. I said maybe (laughs) two or three fans. I think we might have a We'll be in Vegas. Like, oh, hey, I see you. Thanks yes. for listening. <laughs> One of three. One of three people. Well, we'll have yeah. a small meetup and just enjoy it. Um, but I think that that was really important. So that's why yeah. we're here. We're here to contribute our voices to mm-hmm. those people talking about Star Trek. And we've got a lot of Star Trek to watch. We've obviously uh, enjoy talking about it, just the two of us. So we hope you'll be able to experience that as a genuine enthusiasm uh we are excited and we um we want to share that excitement and we want to hear your excitement as well so mm-hmm. that was a little bit about the genesis of this whole podcast yeah and you know just to reiterate what you're saying um you know i think that when you first came to me and as you mentioned i had to think about a little bit because i'm not usually the one even though i work in marketing i'm not usually one to put myself out there um you know even on twitter i'm very inactive because honestly you know like sometimes like especially in these kind of social media environments things can get so toxic and combative um i have opinions but i don't need to put my opinion out there and then for 
my ass to essentially get handed to me in some weird fashion in a way that I'm not even looking for. So, you know, I'm usually very reluctant to like put myself out there digitally unless it's something that's very casual, or very frivolous. Um, so when you came to me with this idea, I did have to think about it a little bit. Um, I obviously love Star Trek and I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about it, as you know. Um, but for me to then put that into a format for people to consume and listen to, that was something that I had to really think about. And ultimately what you're saying in regard to the diversity element, um, you know, like you are definitely the first gay Star Trek fan I've really ever met, to be honest. And I've met even, even I would say like the Star Trek fans I've met organically have been very limited. Um, and most of them are pretty casual viewers. Like they'll have seen like a few episodes here and there versus someone that has read the Star Trek Next Generation technical manual. You know, like that's another level of fandom that is niche. Um, and I feel that that's kind of the, those are kind of the Star Trek fans that you and I are. Um, yes. But then to add to another circle and then then diagram is this LGBTQIA plus element, um, which is even more niche. Um, and I thought that we had just based upon the intersection of our interests and our, of our backgrounds, something unique to contribute to the conversation. So I was like, okay, you know, I can buy into this. Um, I think that we can bring a unique perspective to the conversation. And look, that doesn't necessarily mean that every single episode we're going to be like, what is the perspective of a LGBTQIA plus person, you know, on this episode? It's not so much that. I think that ultimately we are just fans enjoying Star Trek and we're here to talk about Star Trek. And once in a while there is going to be that kind of angle and that kind of lens that we're going to discuss things through. But, you know, like I think that even kind of just having that kind of different perspective and having that different kind of voice, even if at the end of the day, there's only so much, so many things that we can say about Encounter at Farpoint because there's only so many things you can say about Encounter at Farpoint. Um, you know, like I think that it's still bringing a little bit more diversity to the mix. And ultimately, as you're saying, Mike, that's what we're here to do. There we go. So why don't you tell people a little bit about what to expect from our episodes? Yeah, so essentially our episodes have evolved a great deal from when we first started them in March. And the first episode that we're going to release is actually when we, around when we decided to start, start this podcast. So we are going to be doing um, an episode on the finale of Star Trek Picard and also another episode that's looking at season one of Picard as a whole. And then we get into the groove of things and every episode is going to have a very basic layout and structure. Um, at, the cent at the center of each episode, it, we're going to be talking about one episode of Star Trek that we've decided to watch. And sometimes that could be you know, when Lower Decks starts up, that's going to be an episode of Lower Decks. But we're also going to be peppering in potentially some other episodes that we decided to watch here and there or we were inspired to watch because of whatever reason. Um, but 
that is going to be at the center of each episode. And we would love for all our listeners, all three of you, to follow along, to watch the episode, and then to hear us banter about it. Uh, but besides talking about the episode, we're also going to talk a little bit about what other things we're Star Trekking, whether that be a news item that we're excited about, another new series that CBS All Access decides to launch, anything on those lines. Uh, Mike, you and I both read Star Trek novels. Well, you listen to Star Trek novels. I read I Star Trek novels. Them. Right, yeah. So, you know, there might be a little bit of that. Sometimes we'll just turn on Hulu or Netflix or Amazon Prime and we'll just decide to rewatch a movie like you rewatched the motion picture recently. Right, um, exactly. I recently rewatched Star Trek VI on Discover Country recently just because it was my four-year time and I just had to watch it again. Um, and you so, also just finished the whole rewatch of Deep, Deep Space Nine. So that is true. From yes, beginning to I, end. So. I watched... I rewatched all of DS9 for those of you viewers, viewers, listeners that are interested to know. I was like, huh, it's been so long. It's been literally over 20 years since I have seen DS9. So why don't I watch it again? And I rewatched the whole thing from start to finish in three months. Um, I did skip over or fast forward the Vic Fontaine episodes because I can't. <laughs> um, but, you know, other than that, I, I watched every single episode. Yes. And... This is a whole other episode of podcast, but then I watched the What We Left Behind documentary, and right. that was oh, great. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. That's um, a nice cap on watching that whole season. So yeah, no, it was like, well, I watched it like a week after I finished all seven seasons of DS9, so it was very fresh in my mind. So when they were talking about this moment or that moment, I was like, I know what you're talking about because I just watched it two weeks ago. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah, and actually, I supported that on that uh, oh, the documentary the Kickstarter? on Kickstarter or Indiegogo, probably Kickstarter, most likely. Yeah, I don't remember which one they used. So I got a, I got to watch it, stream it early when it first uh, premiered, which was yeah. nice. Um, but I haven't watched it since then. So it was so good. So yeah, good. it was great. Um, so anyway, so yes, we'll talk about what we Star Trek for the week. We're talking our our uh, episodic um, focused. Um, commentary will be called Spilling the Trek. Um, that's that segment. Then we'll go, then we usually go into a little bit of off topic. So what other sci-fi, fantasy, I, I'm also a gamer. So we'll talk about some like random off topic stuff that we're doing or consuming. Um, and then finally, we talk a little bit our, about ourselves and how we're each doing personally in our personal lives, whether that is our relationships, dating life, whatever. And that segment is called Dishing with Deanna. So obviously, you know, we want to go to Counselor Troy's office and share our feelings and share what's going on in our lives. There we go. So, and and she, she's a great listener. So yeah, yeah. Um, and she, and she knows if we're lying. So and there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, and also since you talked about Deep Space Nine, uh, you know, I think both of our favorite series is Deep Space Nine, but the genesis of this podcast really started with Picard. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, what we decided to do is we we watched the, obviously we watched season one of Picard together, but then we went back and, you know, the when we were recording these as episodes we picked to talk about in Spilling the Trek, we kind of went through, we went back to the beginning. Well, the beginning for me, the not so beginning for you. And, and to further explain that, I, um, but 
well, first and foremost, we're both next generation fans. Mm-hmm. We grew up with that. That is that is our first um, first new series that was we got to see live aired on TV. Um, now I started. I start. I got to see Encounter at Farpoint from the start. Um, but I was a Star Trek fan before that because uh, growing up my family would go up to my grandmother's on the weekends and Friday night dinner would be um, myself and my uncle John in the living room uh, at my Nana's house, having dinner and watching Star Trek. So uh, he is responsible for getting me into Star Trek uh, back then, but that was obviously reruns of the original series, which I really, I did enjoy. And that started my fandom and started my, book collecting i collected all of the pocket books for a really long time um i have so many of those pocket books they're like yeah i know i, I piles just, of them at my parents house yeah mine are in storage as well um so those were great you know that was kind of that was before star trek was really in comics again uh there actually i take that back there was always so I think DC put out a Star Trek comic for a yeah, while. Yeah, they had like a few like random like crossovers with like X Men or something, right? Like yeah, well, I think that was part of it. Then, but they also had an ongoing Star Trek series and then an ongoing Star Trek Next Generation series. So I did collect those oh, comics I didn't as even, well. I've never even oh, read yeah. those. Yeah, no. I will. Uh, How about that? Uh, I mean, the artwork is uh, leaves a lot to be desired and is sure. not up to standards of what today's comic books are. But mm-hmm. um, so that's sort of where my fandom started. But I get to see Star Trek from the beginning. You, on the other hand, joined Next Generation and, in and actually three. in season three. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, I started a little bit later and then I watched... I was able to watch some of the older episodes when they did reruns, or I actually bought them on VHS. And it was outrageous. It was like one VHS tape for one episode was like $15. It was like outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. But 14, that was like fourteen ninety five. Yeah. I think the longer two-part episodes were like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it was like crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but eventually I, I went back, but... You know, I ba- I basically started at the what I would consider the golden age of TNG when mm-hmm. you know things really got into a groove. So then going back to Encounter at Farpoint was admittedly difficult, yes. um, but still critical viewing. You, you know? can you came on uh, when they had real uniforms, and I watched when they wore the spandex and the. Uh... It just looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, apparently it was giving the crew like back problems. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that was like part of the issue. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But I also uh, that's funny that reminded me uh, suddenly. I did also collect the Star Trek: The Next Generation magazine, so um, which came out every couple of months, I would say, and covered a certain number of episodes. Um, So I had that collection for a a while. uh, That. So did you ever collect Communicator, or was that? What did you no, so you? Communicator was uh, you had to pay for a subscription, right? Because yeah, yeah, it was like of part of the Star Trek fan club, and I never joined the official Star Trek fan club. Wait, so. was I part of the Star Trek fan club? Yeah, I don't I remember that. that. I remember I, paying for the magazine. I don't remember subscribing. Yeah, to I mean, the that, the, eventually it finally was on sale at like at Barnes and Noble or Borders, Borders. or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure like that, that was an exclusive to the fan club for a while. So I never really 
did that. Um, but was, I would go in. It was a great magazine. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I treasured well, those. Uh, and I treasured the Next Generation and then the Deep Space Nine magazines. I don't remember yeah. collecting the Voyager ones, but uh, that was I was much I mean, older. You're not a big time. Voyager fan. I am not a big Voyager fan. It's a, it's a fine, perfectly fine. It's Star Trek, and I still like it. I just it's not my favorite. It has its ups and downs. It does have its ups and downs. I do like some yeah. of the characters and less. You know, I th- but I think that's part of also this like. We have very differing opinions on characters and mm-hmm. things uh, and and series, but and we I imagine that our listeners do as well. So it's all, always fun to kind of debate these things uh, with someone else who cares as much about Star Trek as you and mm-hmm. I do. So that's sort of the fun of it. And so yeah, so after we after we did watch uh, season one of Picard together. Uh, and talk about it we went back to the beginning and we did an episode on uh farpoint station on um i can't even think of the episode now farpoint station encounter at farpoint encounter at farpoint thank you wow wow I like a brain freeze or i did have brain a fart. brain freeze yeah brain freeze brain fart. Uh, brain, brain fart there yes and no. so uh we'll kind of take you through seasons one and two um, with some episodes, which we'll probably release as bonus episodes because with 23 weeks of new Trek coming mm-hmm. out, uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about. And uh, so we'll probably go back and release some of these as uh, as historical documents um, <laughs> of archives. our time in, uh, in coronavirus lockdown. So mm-hmm. um, look forward to those. And, and that's really the evolution of our podcast. And it got us to the point where... When I reached out to Bill and Dan, they were for mentoring. I just wanted to ask them some questions about podcasting and get some advice on a few things that we were talking about. And uh, I, so I had a video, I had a Zoom call with Bill and um, he didn't have a lot of feedback for me. The The feedback ended up being- I'm sure being, he had like mental notes, but he was trying to be nice. Maybe. Uh, I mean, he, you know, he, he said we had a good foundation and- uh, we'd like you to join our network. And I was like, what? You were like, uh, what? And I was like, what? That's because yeah. I barely knew who they yeah, were. Yeah, you didn't know who they like, were. Oh, um, that's, that's great, but what? What who? does that mean? What does that mean? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, no. I, I was utterly speechless at that. Uh, and I'm sure uh, Bill remembers that. And that was a, a Tuesday night in July. And, okay, uh, remember it down to the, to the minute as well. Uh, it, I think we had a call at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. All so, right. um, and it was after my vacation to the Finger Lakes with Dennis. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can probably pinpoint very quickly when this call happened. So, well, I remember getting the text from you and you were very excited. I was like, oh, cool. I was, I was, well, I was a text saying, I'm so excited. Can I call you? So oh, and right. like, that's right. It was <laughs> like, I, it's all hazy to me. Yeah. So, yeah. but so yeah. So now we're on this new adventure. But we've got uh, some great episodes that cover uh, Next Generation season one and two. Some some key episodes through that mm-hmm. um, that really play into what you know led to Picard the series. Yeah. Uh, and then we also sprinkled in a couple of episodes on, uh, well, we jumped ahead to season seven when Lower Decks was announced. Mm-hmm. And um, and we watched the Lower Decks episode of Next Generation. 
And then we also, uh, at the beginning of June, we decided to pick up uh, Deep Space Nine Far Beyond the Stars because of everything that was kind of going on in the world um, with all of the uh, protests in, uh, in the United States. So there, so there is a rhyme and reason to how we picked the episodes. Right. If you were to look at the list and, you're, and you don't have the context, and I'm like, what's happening? But there is... There is a rhyme reason to everything that we selected. So. Yes, there is. So that's a yeah. So that's kind of the evolution of our podcast, and you know, a little bit about us as gay geeks who love to talk about this stuff. Uh, we really are excited about all of this, and part of that excitement is that hopefully we get to talk to people like us who are looking for fan, you know, fellow fans to discuss Star Trek, and uh, we hope that you'll. You'll reach out to us and let us know what you think of uh, think of our brand spanking new shiny podcast. Uh, this is a journey, so we do not expect the. Um, we please do we not. We don't expect, expect all the feedback to be positive. Is that what you're saying? Uh yes. I mean, we expect there to be some constructive, constructive feedback, feedback presented in a positive, positive way, manner. positive spin. Yes. Um, and we're happy to hear that because we do want to get better. We do want to give um, give the fans what they want. But we love talking about Star Trek. And uh, so we're excited to see how this progresses and ev- uh, evolves. And um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's a little bit about us. And, uh, we'll, and yeah, we'll d- so if you guys want to, you know, give us constructive feedback or follow along with us, we are on social media on Instagram and Twitter. Handles are at Deep Space Pride. And you can also email us at deepspacepride at gmail.com. Uh, we cannot guarantee that we will respond to every email. Um, you know, the emails will do our the best. Three of you. But um, yeah, you know, we <laughs> yeah, will right. do our best. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we hope that you'll come along on this journey with us and explore. Uh, Star Trek from an LGBTQIA perspective, um, but also two fans who love to geek out about this stuff. And we could go on and on. In fact, right before we started recording this, we were already geeking out about the music of Star Trek. So, uh, and the intro sequences. Debating, so we will, debating the intro sequences. We were debating the, the yeah. Series. So uh, we we have that as a future idea for an episode. So we'll. We'll probably release that in the future. Um, but we, you know, if you have other ideas about uh, what we should talk about, episodes or um, key episodes that you really love, then send them to us, and maybe we'll be able to fit them into the schedule. Uh, but we're no excited. promises. <laughs> no promises. But we 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 hope that you'll come along on this journey with us, and uh, yeah, we look forward to talking to you in the next podcast. Yep. Bye, everyone. Deep Space.
Face Pride is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.